ST-321, code clearance blue. We're starting our approach to deactivate the security shield. Hi, I'm Paul and I'm with my mate James and welcome to Code Clearance Blue, a show where we discuss all things Star Wars from our home here in the UK. We would be honoured if you would join us. I've been looking forward to this. We don't need to see your identification on this podcast. All are welcome. Within reason. Yeah, I'm talking about you. Go on, clear off. Welcome to a new episode of Code Clearance Blue with myself, James, and Paolo in the house. We are going to be discussing, this time, Ahsoka Episode 7. We are near the end. We certainly are. We are certainly near the end. We are, mate. I can't believe it. We've only got one more episode to go. I know. I know. And uh, it's been not a slow build-up, but it's been a good build-up. And it's been getting better and better. Um, and now we've got everyone back that we expected back with a few cameos on the way. Yeah. Especially this one. And yeah, uh, yeah so I can't I can't wait for next week. I'm sure we're going to get teased to fuck. <laughs> <laughs> to put it bluntly at should, the end should, of the episode. Should we have a little bet on how many teaser trailers and, and TV spots are going to be on Twitter in the next like five days? Yeah. Exactly. Revealing <laughs> Luke Skywalker, revealing Prison yeah, Leia <laughs> in Vision. So, yeah, the return of Jimmy Smith and Captain Antilles. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're going to get odds of about 150 million to one on that one, mate, I think. Yeah. Um, and, hologram. Uh, yeah. Hologram. <laughs> hologram, yeah. Um and uh, yeah, I guess the appearance of Brian again. So yeah, I'm sure we'll see them all in the trailer next week. <laughs> oh, it'll be it'll be it'll just basically be like a a 45 minute long a, a trailer for the fi- upcoming film, won't it? Yeah, that's true. Yeah, for, for the film and just set it all up. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it was it was um, we can we can uh, discuss part seven. Indeed, indeed, we'll do. We've got a couple of newsy bits as well, which we'll we'll chuck in towards the end. Um, if you do use X or Twitter, as it's also known, do give us a follow on at UK Star Wars Pod. Get involved there. We're quite lively. We like a we like a good meme, and we like a good okay. like a little good back and forth um, on any Star Wars topic. And if you do get involved, we'll give you a shout out on the pod as well. So yeah, please hit us up. Um, but yeah, shall we dive into it and go straight into a Senate hearing? Senate hearing, it would indeed. Yeah, it's quite hairy, wasn't it? It started off quite hairy. hairy. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear, good old dad jokes. Oh, we're here <laughs> every episode. Night. Yeah, every episode we're here. Don't worry. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean the great thing was it started off as sort of that wide shot Coruscant. You're like, yeah, here we go, we're back. Yes, we're back in the back on the the famous planet, and uh, yeah, it's just the really good looking um, sort of uh, chamber or what was I mean? What was it? It wasn't really. It's like a it's it's it's, it's, it's it, we are the government, so I guess it was a chamber of some kind or a parliament or a whatever you, they call it as a republic. Um, <clears throat> and I don't know what that guy's name. He's proper battering her. Um, I don't know if he works for the other side. What do you think? It's a senator. What is it, Senator Azono or something? 
Yeah. Yeah. Quite catch his name. He definitely he's definitely got double agent vibes written all over him. Yeah. He, either that or he's just a straightforward fuck. You know what I mean? Yeah. Proper Tory. Proper Tory. <laughs> Proper clever politician, wasn't he? <laughs> it's like, yeah, yeah, we know you're doing it. And then uh, kind of I don't know if that was Admiral Akbar next to him. Yeah, there's been a lot of speak about that online. I'd like to think it is, but I mean, they didn't really give him much of a fanfare, did they? So, no, no, he was just generally looking, but because obviously that species look very similar, <laughs> not to, uh, not to, uh, you know, put a thing on. But yeah, I mean, that was quite good, and and then, yeah, and then obviously, uh, sort of, yeah, the grilling and and everything, and and obviously. They're talking about distant galaxies, obviously. Um, yeah, she's just trying to obviously say a piece, and and uh, then we hear about the re- latest recent battle on Mandalore with uh, um, which which obviously puts in a bit of context of sort of timing where we're where we are in the world, which we know sort of do anyway, but obviously Ahsoka was in with the Mandalorian season two, no. Boba Fett season one, no. <laughs> Whatever <laughs> ones we were in. <laughs> Don't cross season the streams. Don't cross the streams, mate. <laughs> um, so we kind of knew, obviously, they're running sort of parallel, but that was quite a nice little touch. Yeah, that was quite a nice touch. And it's just the way that he reacted to that, where he was like, oh, he was just like a sort of like an independent warlord doing his own thing. You can't really say that that's representative of like the Empire still running amok in the galaxy. But like, it's either he's either going to be a double agent like they've already explored before, like when in was it in episode two when they went to the um they went to Corellia, didn't they? And it was like, oh yeah, we've still got like you know people that were loyal to the Empire working within our workforces now and stuff, but we've never really had much of a problem. And then it turned out that they were helping Morgan build her hyperspace jumper and all that. Well, we but... just we just saw that in um what did we see? We saw that in, in um, Mandalorian, didn't we? Really sort of a bit of that going on and yeah um so he's either yeah so he's either going to be like that or he's just a straight he just straightforward doesn't like Hera and he's just like no yeah just I'm just going to put barriers up in front of you it felt a bit more yeah it felt I felt like is he a double agent or is he just making her life really really difficult yeah um uh yeah so we all know what that means in real life Someone yeah. fancies Hera. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Maybe, maybe green's his colour. <laughs> <laughs> he likes a bit of green. Yeah, maybe. Um, <laughs> and then the Chancellor. As... Kermit, better watch out. Yeah, Kermit. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then the Chancellor, as she was uh, said by our favourite droid, Cameo. Oh mate, what did I, you feel when you first saw that? Br- brilliant! I like as soon as I heard his dulcet tones in the background, mm. I was like, oh, "No!" And you then did say last episode, "Are we going to see Leia?" Do you know what I mean? You did. You had a feeling that something was with Leia and was about. So obviously, we didn't see her, but we got her message. Yeah, it's strange because, like, in the closing credits, um, music they always start going into like layers theme but never quite commit fully to the whole piece and it just got me thinking every time you know eventually because the obviously the the rebellion is like 
the, or the alliance are like growing to be the power that be. And she's obviously very high up and involved in that, that it would make complete sense, wouldn't it, that she would appear at some point, aside from the fact that obviously Carrie is no longer with us, sadly. Um, but I think the way they did it using Freepio, like that was perfect. Like it was perfect on two levels for me that, you know, obviously it negates having to have maybe like a bit of a crappy deep fake version of Leia, which could have looked bad. Um, and then, but within the, the context of the story, it's absolutely what she would do, um, particularly if she wanted to get up the nose of Senator Azono or whatever, you know, like by not actually coming herself, but sending free PO is a bit of a bit of a two fingers up sort of thing. Do you know what I mean? So I thought that was that was and very good. Also, well, also it's parallel to sort of Return of the Jedi, obviously, because Luke sends obviously as a gift to Jabba. He sends these two droids, you know. Um both of the hard working. But you know, he's sort of doing these they're doing these sort of again, a mess sending the message. Um yeah. and obviously we know R2's with Luke at the moment, so that just meant where is three pure in the world? And there he was. I know, with, I know. He's with Leia, like I suppose he is with Leia in the sequels, isn't he? So Yeah, exactly. He's always going to be like part of her entourage or whatever. Um did you did you clock as well? It took me the, a second watch to get it, but when he's arguing with the the security guard, like trying to get in, he starts going, oh, no, I don't need any identification. I've been saying yeah. it. And I was like, oh, that's a great callback to <laughs> being on Tatooine and Obi-Wan giving it the old, you don't need to see our identification. You know yeah. I, mean? I was like, that's a lovely little like callback there. Yeah, it was great to see him. Um and yeah, it was really. I mean, he he obviously had a bit of respect from Mum Mothma. Do you know what I mean? He's like three PO, you know, and uh, like like they were obviously good mates, you know, um, from a few uh, a few eps together, you know, seen each other for over the years. Yeah, and, and I uh, think like Hera as well gave him a little like side eye mm. smile, didn't she, when he when he came walking in and stuff. So um, yeah, that was great. It was great, and I'm glad Anthony Daniels was back to do it. Um, I was a bit. Yeah. I was a bit unsure the first time I watched it because the voice obviously was him like completely spot on, whatever. But like the way like Free PO's sort of posture looked yeah. a little bit off. Like he looked like he was leaning back a hell of a yeah. lot. Yeah, did I you, thought did, that. Yeah. I thought he's shown a lot of ab wires. Yeah. He's shown a lot of wires. I thought he was leaning back a bit, like he was like trying to look out of his mouth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was really odd. Face. Like as if he was like as if he'd just eaten a big meal and he was like, oh. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah he, did, he did look, and even on the sort of side close up when he's talking, like he, his back is definitely arched a bit, you know. Yeah, um, yeah, I don't know. I, I, like, so part of me thought, oh, did they, did they have someone else in the suit who didn't quite get it, or did they just CGI it and just have that um, Daniels like do the voice or whatever? But yeah, no, it looks no. real. Yeah. Apparently it was him. It was it was him. So it's all good. He put, right. Yeah, he put a thing out on Twitter saying, "Oh, it was great to be like a part of the Ahsoka crew and like to be involved and stuff." So yeah, it's cool. Mm. It's cool, but it just did look a little bit odd. Yeah, yeah. So no, it was really good, and uh, and also having a scene with Mom Offma as well. Bit of involvement was was great as uh, sort of Madam Chancellor, as she was called. Which I indeed, yeah, a nice nice touch, and obviously we she was involved with. Andor quite a lot and you know it's um 
yeah, she hasn't really changed from sort of Andor, really. I mean, I thought they might have put some lines on her a little bit. Obviously, she didn't. Is it um, Janine? What's her name? Geneva O'Reilly, is it? Yeah. Ge- oh. Yeah, Genevieve O'Reilly. Gen- yeah. yeah um, she uh, she obviously wasn't in the original Jedi, but, but yeah, you know, so it was good to see that as well. Like, yeah, I just, again, you know, sort of Coruscant's 3PO, seeing a bit of the sort of new Senate or whatever it is, Chamber, her as Chancellor, you know, it's nice, isn't it? Yeah, it does, because it gives you a real sense of, you know, where we kind of are in the, in the timeline. Like I said, like I said earlier, you know, the Alliance are becoming like the new government and stuff. And what with what happened in, um, uh, in Andor, where we kind of see all of that falling apart, because obviously the Empire have like taken over. So we, you know, we get to kind of see the affluent, sort of living of Mon Mothma and people of her status, but obviously around them, everything's crumbling really. So yeah, that was quite cool. There was one bit that f- still froze me. Um, I don't know if you, I don't know if you clocked it or worked it out, but you know, when Carson walks in and Hera looks at him over her shoulder and he, he shakes his head like that. He's like, I'm doing, I know listeners can't see. Um, he shakes his head and she kind of like tightly sort of half smiles and turns back. Like, what, what, what was that about? Do you know? Do you know? You think that was, um, whether they've sort of come back or whether Ahsoka. I don't know because did he see? Yeah, they saw Ahsoka in the white go in the whales, and or did they? I don't know. Yeah, she did because like, or, or maybe was it like have they returned? Do you know what I mean? Oh, no, no, they haven't returned. That makes sense. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, are they? Yeah, like she's hoping that they're going to like come in through the door at the last second to be yeah, like, we found we found Thrawn or whatever. Like, alive. Yeah. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, nice which, one, mate. Which would make the evidence. Yeah, I think that's probably what it meant. Um, and then obviously, Mom Moff had a little side chat, then didn't she? Yeah. With I don't want you not bloody up to. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. She's like, I, I know Leia didn't authorize that mission. Hera's like, she did. She did. <laughs> um, she almost lost her pips. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was pretty close. Um, but no, it was really good, really good. And that was really cool. Very concerned about Thrawn's sort of return and everything, which sets it well up quite nicely. Yeah, so that senator's either kind of in on it and kind of knows what's going on a little bit, or mm. he's, he's literally just like a job's worth where he's like, oh, I'm not having some upstart like general go off a, a disobeying orders, etc. We're trying to build a new republic here, you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, so we, yeah, I mean, we saw that with Mandela, didn't we, when they, when uh, uh, Carson tried to get some sort of thing authorized. Um, and uh, yeah. That was quite sort of quite interesting. Where mm. was the um the scientist part? That was Mandalorian as well, wasn't it? Yeah, where they were Coruscant and they had the scientist. That was Mandalorian season. That's just the last season of Mandalorian, wasn't it? Where they were yeah. sort of Dr. undercover Doctor Doctor Pershing and all that. Lot. Yeah, which obviously he was. Well, he wasn't, but yeah, his his little friend was uh under undercover as well, wasn't she? Yeah, exactly. See, so they are floating around. Yeah, yeah, they are floating around, and they're and they and they are kind of in every every kind of different sector as well. So you got to be careful. Yeah, 
Yeah, yeah. So that's what maybe that feeling is, you know. Yeah. Um, Be careful. Yeah, and, yeah, exactly. And then we came back and saw more whales. So, well, we saw some training, didn't we? A bit of training. And then we saw some training, which was great. Yeah. And he then was... we saw a nice hologram with the training. It's like, oh, hello. He was back. He's back again. <laughs> this time as a projector. Yeah. Projection. <laughs> that was great. It was really good. And, like, I, I just loved, like, how even at the end of it all, like, they still meant they could still bow to each other because he put a bow in. Yeah. yeah it it, and it was really yeah it was really good because it was like obviously you know you could come across Count Dooku you could come across General Grievous you know it's gonna be more than just droids like it was just like again sort of teasing us with this live action sort of Clone Wars element to it you know which was really good and then Mm. him in obviously his armor walking around her as she's doing it and um yeah such a great idea yeah definitely again a bit like using 3po instead of leia like sort of sort of over egging the fact that they could use um hayden christensen in like flashbacks and stuff it's like no that's just like he's left her a few recordings about training sessions and you know little little tidbits of um information and kind of sloganeering and 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 advice and stuff and it's just yeah, it's just great. It was just great to hear like names like Grievous and Asajj Ventress as well gets mentioned, and it's just yeah, and it's just like oh, that's um, that's amazing. Um, um, yeah, he said like I won't always be there, uh, be there to look out for you, wasn't it? And um, and if we get sem- separated or uh, something happens, <laughs> it's like oh wait, that's fucking that's quote of the century that one. I mean, something did happen. Yeah. And you didn't get separated, mate. Trust me. <laughs> <laughs> and that something happened was quite quite a big thing. You know? It was. Did, didn't she say that he left her about like 20 or so of those recordings? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's a lot of stuff. And I, this was I, his last one. She said, and this was his last one. That's right. Yeah, yeah. And um, I thought it was quite funny that she seemingly kept them in like a little wooden box. Mm. you know like a little old um sort of like mini disc catalog or something yeah 20, <laughs> 20 of these recordings yeah <laughs> yeah yeah in a, in a mini disc pouch um but yeah no i thought again that's I just thought oh, this is a really clever way of bringing him back because i think again if we would have had a false goes like you said or a flashback like, oh that's a bit you know not not we would have done that obviously but a lot of people twitter would have gone that's a bit lame. Mm. Whereas this is like, oh yeah, some old tapes. <laughs> you know, he's got in the cupboard. She's got in the cupboard. Um, which, uh, yeah, which was brilliant. So, and then we, I think, then we sort of have to escape our um, our whales, don't we? Yeah. So Hawaii Five O joins the party, doesn't he? And he's like, yeah. he crap, he crapped me up because. He kind of is a bit like the audience sometimes because he came out of that one line where he's like, "Do we even know if we're in like the right system, the right <laughs> the right planet, the the right galaxy? Like, we could be anywhere." It's like you know what you really could because you've got no control. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was quite funny. She's just um, like, I- "I've got a good feeling." <laughs> yeah, exactly. 
Classic. Classic. They're bloody Jedi's. They've been working for years now. Always got a bloody feeling, haven't they? Yeah. <laughs> that's quite, that's always quite, the right one. <laughs> always the right one. It's either a always good right feeling one. or a bad feeling. Yeah. And if they say good, you're on the right track, I'd say. But um, I thought they had some some good banter in the these early scenes in in the episode. Um, like like when they were like flying through the minefield and. Hawaii's like oh like at least the whales are giving us a bit of cover and then they start shooting off into hyperspace <laughs> she's like you have to open your mouth <laughs> yeah <laughs> they're like fuck this um yeah but no wonder it was like a graveyard around Peridia though I mean yeah. if they're coming out into minefields every time you know what I mean yeah yeah totally no. so they thought yeah they, they certainly sort of skipped off didn't they they did, um, but then they started getting chased, didn't they, by a few, uh, yeah, few little, few little sentry ships around the the outskirts of the planet. Um, I um, did notice a bit of an oh. Empire Strikes Back callback during, oh, during yeah? that, where he's like, "If we stay out here any longer, we're going to get pulverized." Yes, nice. I was like, nice, "Hold on, nice. that rings a bell." <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was really good. Um, and I thought they were going to do the classic hide on a. Hide on a sort of meteor as well, but didn't quite, you know what I mean? Yeah, they just went deep yeah. in the depths of the darkness, didn't they? Instead? Yeah, didn't yeah. quite do the Millennium Falcon <laughs> moment. What um, what's what's worse? Like when you're when you're kind of you know, for the want of a better word, ripping off, or we could say pastiching, maybe. But like to do to do them hiding on a meteor or a bigger ship, or to have a direct line taken from one of the old films and used like that like what's worse or better in your opinion i think the lines are good because not everyone i don't know when you'd sort of that's both are pretty good to be honest because um obviously because in episode was it episode two django fett does it doesn't he um, sort of, and then it's like, ah, that's a great, yeah, I see what happened there because then Boba Fett knew, and then that's how we knew, and then Post Strikes Back, and then the other way we're putting all the sort of things together. Yeah, I just don't know if your normal film movie buff would do. You know what I mean? Know that, or even the lines like, you know, I've got a bad feeling about this. Obviously, being a very famous one, mm. um, and yeah, other lines, you know, I don't know. Um, I think it's also quite good as well. Um, yeah, I would say probably the lines are a lot more subtle, maybe. Yeah, I suppose if you're like us who are like really deep into it, like our ears just catch things like that anyway, and it's like so yeah. instantly recognizable that you go, yeah. Oh, hold on, that's from episode five. I, yeah, I, yeah, and you get it's, that's quite nice. It's quite a good, smart, you know. Yeah, but I suppose if you're just a casual viewer, like. It's a it's a nice sounding line in the moment anyway, but you wouldn't necessarily go, oh, that's from an old film, or mm. you know, so it doesn't really matter, I suppose. Yeah, fair enough. There it is. Yeah, so yeah, it's quite a good little space battle that wasn't it, and sort of what's I mean, we we sort of knew it's going to happen, but yeah, it was, it was it was actually quite you know cinematic. It was quite very dark, a lot of dust, and you know these sort of big like bones or whatever they were, do you know what I mean? Of these old whales. Um, but then we do, I think, cut back to um Thrawn with his with his little mate. Oh yeah. Um 
because I think that's when the, you know, he starts talking about the minefield. So he, he's he's very very good because he obviously is one step ahead and he kind of knows. And obviously then that's when they reveal that oh that's a, that's Ahsoka Tano and what did the Inquisitor bring? And then that's when he finds out you know Anakin was his was her um her master. But he called him Captain Anakin, no, General Anakin Skywalker, didn't he? Yeah, because he knew him from the Clone Wars, didn't he? Yeah, so he was, he, was, he was a general, so. Yeah. I mean, I mean, he did the old uh, sort of like a Jack D kind of delivery, like with a bit of a, yes, Jedi are very good at hiding. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> oh, sick burn, mate, sick burn. <laughs> um, very deadpan. Yeah. And she was sort of questioning him, you know, like, why don't we kill him now? And like, no, that's what they'd expect us to do. <laughs> <laughs> he's so brilliant, isn't he? He's like, yeah. nah, we won't do that. They'd, they'd expect us to go and go that's... after them. So pull pull the pull the assault back and we'll just sort of sit here, sit tight for a bit. It, it's definitely got that, um, which obviously we know anyway, but like in the live action, it's definitely got that sort of... Uh, strategic empire thinking you know as you know when palpatine sort of says his plans to luke in in return of the jedi you know it was me who gave away you know that <laughs> gave away those plans i just gave them away to your, <laughs> you know um and uh yeah like uh and then when leia as well on the death star you know like she's kind of understanding what the death star is all about you know they like just tell their secrets and Obviously, you know, Morgan's not an enemy, but, you know, um, it's just quite funny to how they strategically think out loud, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I think um, I think even Thrawn would, like, wince, though, if he heard Palpatine say, oh, I just I just gave him the plans, yeah. you know? <laughs> I just, yeah, I just, I, I FedExed them. It's a bit of a risk, because obviously they could have got lost, but usually yeah. I, usually I use, uh, like, U, UPS or Royal Mail, but I, I went FedEx this time, because... Paid the extra for the insurance for tracking delivery. Yeah, just got the just gave them to the Botham spies, you know. Yeah, care of Mon uh, Mothma. Make sure you get them there. Coruscant. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> They'll never get through these uh, our Death Star shields. Well, he can't. Um, he can't really go on to Coruscant and like drop them off. I suppose because you know they'd probably try and like take him out. He could just imagine him posting them through Mon Mothma's front door. <laughs> Yeah, like the envelope box just being like, <laughs> she's gonna get these plans. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like walking off thinking he's like a mastermind. It's like, mate, he just you've brought the the rebel fleet down on you now, and just as good as your plan might be, it's gonna fail. So, yeah, and I reckon Thrawn, if he saw that, he'd like he wouldn't say anything, obviously, because he knows the emperor is the emperor. But it like you could guarantee that he'd like wince a little bit and be like, oh god. <laughs> say anything but I don't think it's right let's just send up a backup crew anyway let's just send up just tell him we'll send our best troops <laughs> <laughs> I have my best troops waiting for all of them oh shit so we've only got the dregs from the bottom of the Death Star like the ones that work in the maintenance section yeah we've got new well. recruits <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> got the new recruits but just don't tell him the entire uh, legion of my best yes. troops await them <laughs> Um, there's no one serving in the canteen today. I'm starving. <laughs> oh yeah, they're all down on the, they're down on Endor. Down on Endor because they've only got because there's fuck all down there, just some teddies. <laughs> but 
Anyway, Luke was right. His arrogance blinded him. So there we go. There you go. <laughs> well done. Bring us back on course. I really like um. I really like the way that Thrawn, like like speaks like some of the like he sort of says things like uh, control the variables and always be like always be one step ahead and yeah in the, in the grand scheme of things like he's always yeah. thinking half in the moment and half like into the Bigger future picture. all the time yeah. yeah and they they really make that come across with like he doesn't he doesn't really say an awful lot throughout the episode but like what he does say is like very sort of poignant and on the mark so yeah and he's very the way obviously he's delivering these lines as well mm. very gappy very like very so sounds very thoughtful you know what i mean yeah like like you say he's he's thinking okay well if they're just staying busy down there that's fine we can afford to lose a few troops bring them back and um or whatever you know what i mean like just while whilst um i didn't quite get that bit at the end whilst something's transferring or charging is it is the hyperspace is it charging so um is that why he needs the time no, I think it's um, I think it's loading the cargo onto. Oh, ship. okay, loading the cargo. Okay, yeah. So they they've almost got it all on basically, and then they can they can bugger off. So yeah, yeah. So I think that's what they were waiting for. Um, so yeah, and then I think after that we go down to the planet surface with Ezra and Sabine and the turtles. Yeah, and the turtles. Yeah, having a little chat. Yeah, nice. So yeah, they're having a little sort of catch up, aren't they? Uh, riding along in that half a shell thing or whatever it is yeah 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 sort of like beetle shell thing yeah and like again a bit like hawaii 5 and ahsoka i thought that these two had some good sort of verbal jousting going on as well and it was very reminiscent of the characters in the the rebel show like where they're kind of teasing each other a little bit and mm. bouncing off of each other a bit and stuff enough and, and i was sitting there watching it and i felt really comfortable with it if you know what i mean like in terms of sort of replication of the the animated show and stuff i was like yeah this is it's doing the trick you know yeah and you believe that they like each other care about each other you know what i mean like you believe it a lot and and even just even just when he just joked about like about when why are you getting trained you know like you know oh thanks that's nice you know what i mean why is she why is she training you you know <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah yeah um no i mean that's great you know, it makes sense of course you know uh but yeah it was i thought it was a really nice sort of sort of catching up scene but they never gave any too much away you know well no because well sabine was very much sitting on her hands wasn't she i think yeah he kept sort of saying things and she was like ah it's a bit complicated or it's very complicated or it's very 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 complicated you know yeah um but did, did you notice um did you notice there was a little bit of uh a sort of like sequel baiting going on as well that where Ezra was like oh so the emperor's dead or the emperor died and she was like mm. that's what people say yeah it's like oh yeah here we go <laughs> here we go they're trying to build build it up aren't they to be like well you know people think that he's dead because yeah. we've, we've seen it in return for jedi but you know um, yeah, totally, and I think, um, yeah, th- th- obviously the tie-in is going to be interesting. I think you know, with you know the, the sequels, I don't know whether whether this get I get a feeling that not not that he's got you know um, Dave Filoni is doing this sort of deliberately, but feel uh, and um, 
uh, the other executive you know, the guy who's doing the Mandalorian, like, but it feels like they're trying to reroute the sequels <laughs> a little bit around. But obviously, Ray's got a new film coming out, so they're not obviously forgetting about those tri- that trilogy at all. But you know what I mean? Like, it's just like this with this film, which I don't think it's going to be a film. I do think it's going to be a couple of films, um, like sort of reroute. I know they've got twenty years, you know what I mean? But these they're probably saying to themselves, this what the sequel should have been like you know what i mean because it's immediately after return of the jedi and you know um but then obviously they will have to tie it into the first order and sort of the fall of the new republic if you know what i mean yeah well that's that's it mate i mean that you, you can be a fan of the sequels or not but at the end of the day they exist and they're they are part of the the official canon so wherever we're going with all of this between jedi and force awakens all roads eventually will lead to that because it's an installment in in the story slash franchise if you want to be you know like level-headed about it um you can't you can't really you can't really not so you know just that little two lines oh so the emperor died yeah that's what people say is like it's just a little inkling for people to be like, well, yeah, maybe not everyone in the galaxy believes that he is dead or knows that he actually is or whatever. And we know as an audience that he somehow survived, like his essence or his soul or whatever, like survived and, and got transferred to Exegol or what, whatever. Um, yeah. So eventually we're going to get there. And I know it annoys a lot of the fan base because they don't really like the sequels, but I think it's great. I mean, they're doing it with Bad Batch as well. Let's not forget. I mean, they're building up a lot of a lot of storyline in Bad Batch to be based around the cloning techniques of the um, uh, Geonosians, etc. And we're getting one more series of that. And the end of series two. Let's not forget it had um, Crosshair um, potentially having his DNA mined for like for cloning purposes, but also as well they were setting up that there was like a cloning facility and they had gene oceans working there as prisoners and all that sort of thing. So, you know, what's that going to tie into? Well, obviously Palpatine's lust for eternal life, you know, coming through as like a cloning project or whatever. So it's not even just that stuff. It's the stuff that's set around like the, the, the prequels going in towards like, Andor and Obi Wan Kenobi and and a New Hope era as well that is it's going on. So, I mean, that's a hell of a lot of heavy lifting to, for people to do to create several TV shows just to try and justify somehow Palpatine returns. You know, or or is it is it absolutely fine? I'm I'm in that camp. I think it's fine. I'm up for it. So you know. Yeah, yeah. There's this. Uh, I keep sending you these messages on Twitter X. Um, this guy, that guy Jacob. I can't remember his official handle, but he just stirs up this massive bees nest. You know, just uh, there's no <laughs> doubt. You know, like uh, the Last Jedi is the best film of them all. There's no doubt. <laughs> and then you just like five hundred and fifty-five thousand comments. <laughs> <laughs> oh mate you are asking for trouble but maybe that's why you're doing it you literally sent me one of those about two hours ago i did i saw another one he's just so on it like just keeps doing these screen graphs there's no doubt that this is the best jedi fight ever and it's like (laughs) ren versus 
uh, you know, Ray, and it's like, oh, mate, you really are just like stirring it up. It's brilliant. <laughs> oh, fair play to him. Some people do get really, really annoyed. I mean, I, you know, I've, I've got into arguments with people about like bits and pieces and stuff, but like some of these people just go off a cliff if you if you say that the last jedi is the best star wars film ever or the sequel trilogy is the best trilogy out of the lot and stuff they just go mad yeah just like you're insulting them but um yeah anyway we come back and then talking to jedi this is where ahsoka then is speaking to um is speaking to you know via the force or via the sort of um you know she's like trying to speak to the mind to mind Oh yes, and and uh, Sabine's having a little chat, and she's having a little chat with Ezra. Is that? Hang on a minute, I can hear something. <laughs> yeah, and that so that means that she actually is a bit. She's got more force sensitivity mm. than maybe she realizes. You know, that's right. Which was which was good, um, and then yeah, just it was quite funny. Like sort of Sabine's reaction as she sort of turns around with Ezra and just sort of can see hear her. Obviously, can't see her, but she can hear her and sort of that obi-wan luke skywalker feel to it yes which was really good yeah that was good yeah um and that just it just opens the door a little bit more for sabine to to actually become potentially a jedi or at least a force wielder mm. um i mean that's one thing that this series has done is like it's really blurred the lines now between like oh, they're going to be a Jedi or a Sith. It's like, no, mm. no, because we've got Balin and Shin in the mix now as well, and Ahsoka to a certain extent. Like, mm. it doesn't doesn't just mean that anymore. It's like, you know, you could be a person with good intentions that can use the Force or a person with bad intentions that can, you know, it like kind of muddies the water a bit. Yeah, yeah. And then obviously that wakes up the old mother witch. <laughs> <laughs> Old Mother Witch. Old Mother Witch. She gets out of her giant. Which was a horrific shot. Like, it's a big close-up of her face. Do you remember it? And she's like, got her eyes closed. And she's like, she's got no pupils going on. And yeah. it's like, fucking hell, man. You look proper, like, scarier. And she's like, the Jedi is there. You know, and she's like, sort of wielding her little balls around. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's quite funny how sort of Thrawn has you know, hooked up with these guys, you know, to get, to get back. Yeah. There's, there's got to be a reason why they are so sort of like not subservient, but they're so mm. like happy to, to kind of like be, be ordered around by him a little bit. There's got to mm. be a reason for that. Cause yeah, definitely. definitely. They're pretty they're, powerful. You know what I mean? So they are, they are, and they probably don't need to. And the same with Morgan, you know, obviously Morgan's part of the, the little clang as well. And why she wants to get him back. Um, so there's definitely, um, yeah, there's definitely a, like, if you could lead this, could you help us out type thing? Yes. I also thought um, when they came in and then they, they stood around in like a little triangle, it was a little bit Macbeth. Yeah. With the, was, old witch, the old witches and that. Yeah. Like when shall we three meet again type vibe. I did. Um, yeah. I did Macbeth at school. That was the, that was the one I had to do for GCSE actually. What Shakespeare did you have to do? Yeah. Mine was Macbeth as well. Oh, nice. Nice. Yeah, I can't really remember much of it, to be honest. Oh, do you know what, right? I, I, so in our English class, we got told to um, memorise the, the the opening sort of speech by the witches. Right. Sort of like that whole, when will we free meet again in Thunder, Lightning, Orient, Rain, when the battle's won and all that. And um, we got split into groups of three. 
and we all had to do like a different interpretation of it and um i got i got thrown under the bus but but in terms of like being a good student it like i came out on top but um basically the teacher came over to our group and said right why don't one of you one of you say the the, the line the first line and then like the other one repeat it and then the other one repeat it and go around in a circle and so like the other two just looked at me and i was just like what and they were like have you like revised it or whatever and i was like yeah i know i think i know most of it or whatever they were like right you can be first then so obviously i'm there having to remember every line first and then they were just repeating it but to be fair the teacher came up to me afterwards and said oh you like you did really well you remembered most of it and stuff and i was like yeah get in but like everyone else like so we had to critique each other and like everyone else in the class was like didn't like that one. It sounded like no no one could remember who was supposed to move the conversation on. <laughs> Whereas the teacher was like, no, it's supposed to be like echoey and mysterious and stuff. It's like, nah. Nah, it's not like that. <laughs> yeah, that was a long time. I can't remember anything. Really, Do you remember old, old Duncan and Banquo and all that lot? No, I can't. No, that was the, that was the beginning and the end of my Shakespeare career, basically. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I have no idea what they're talking about. I was probably, I would have been the fourth one behind you. Because <laughs> <laughs> the first one I definitely would have got. Second one I've got to remember a couple words from. Third one, right, we're in fucking shit now. This is your last chance. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the fourth one doing it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be like, Paolo, you're not even in my class. What are you doing here? <laughs> what are you doing here? Like, <laughs> I know, but I just need to remember I look back. Coursework or whatever. Yeah, but yeah, I got that vibe. I got that vibe from them anyway. So yeah, um, yeah, it was good. And then from there, oh, doesn't oh, old um, uh, Thorns like oh, we're we're down a mercenary or something. Yeah. So obviously, well, I think yeah, they're looking at the map because obviously that's where they know where Ahsoka is. Mm. Um, sort of hiding and in this sort of bone sort of storm wherever they are because obviously then Ahsoka knows where she's going mm. and then yeah they get the sort of chart up don't they and it, I think I think they haven't split up yet I think that comes a little bit later where he says we're down a, a mercenary because then he sees I think they're just foot tracking Ahsoka and they say oh, yeah we flushed her out from the hiding um, and obviously he knows that she yeah I think he says well, she'll pursue um She'll pursue um, uh, the the other Jedi's and say, "Yeah, that's quite good." And then I think then we go back to our turtles, don't we? Oh yeah, because they get at, they get that's when they that's yeah. when they see yeah. the. Uh... So you know when I was saying last week, I definitely feel that there's these turtles are very end or Ewoky mm-hmm. when they obviously have a fight. <laughs> right, that confirmed it for me. Because <laughs> obviously, then they they get ambushed, don't they? And yeah, but all, and all they got is some catapults and a few rocks. I'm like, yeah, fucking here we go. That's <laughs> exact coffee over there of a of a of a on a an Ewok. They're gonna win easy, yeah. Yeah, no danger, no, no danger. danger. Yeah, no, I didn't, I didn't get that at all actually because I thought the catapult was a nice um, callback to Ezra. Oh yeah, of course, yeah. Because obviously he had that like laser catapult when he was first starting out and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I didn't think that at all. I just thought they were a bunch of cowards. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, how did you describe it? They were peaceful. And peaceful, went, yeah, that's right. Yeah, but then isn't um like Sabine goes, Oh, that's charming. Haven't they got yeah. any weapons? Yeah, she goes, Yeah, peaceful. What about defenseless? <laughs> oh, yes, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Oh. Um, but then obviously our two mercenaries have a little chat then don't they and this yeah. was quite interesting this was a little twist I felt little bit of a twist little bit of a twist he basically sent her off on her own didn't he he was just like yeah. oh, my you know my calling is to a greater power than any of this that's going on right now so you go yeah. off and you Sir Thrawn and you get on that ship back to the galaxy or whatever but I'm I'm staying right here until I, I meet whatever I'm supposed to meet or whatever. Yeah. Do you think he was talking about Ahsoka? Did he think he knew that she was coming? No. That's why he'd done that? Or is he talking about something completely different? Yeah, I think he's talking about the actual, like, be all, be all and end all of, like, his journey. I don't... Yeah. I think he was quite surprised to see Ahsoka come back, to be fair. So I think he was... He I think yeah. he's... Yeah, he's literally talking about whatever it is he's been talking about the whole series um mm, which we don't know yet still don't know do we still there's no real inkling at all really like i, I don't know but um he came out of another great line though came out of another great line where she's just about to ride off and he's like hey listen impatience for victory will guarantee defeat yeah and i was like i was like that's that's a good that's almost that that's him being like a jedi again you know what i yes. mean that was a very Jedi line. Yeah. Do you think he's Ezra's dad? Nah. Do you think he's Sabine? Nah, dad? we've we've seen <laughs> Ezra's dad and mum. They got they got kidnapped or something when he was like oh, right, yeah. young. So he doesn't look yeah, he, there's nothing to do with him, I don't think. Um I think what he might be. Someone else said, um someone else <laughs> said, imagine if he was um Obi-Wan's brother. Oh yeah, because you know the yeah, you know the one that he mentions in Obi Wan. Yeah, he says oh, I had a brother. I don't really remember him much, like just little flashbacks and stuff. But someone was like, "Oh, imagine if they were like related." Oh man, that would be a bit, yeah. a bit much. A bit much, I think. It might be a bit much. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. He's definitely on a mission, isn't he? He's definitely on a calling. We don't, you know, like. <laughs> Like yeah, like we said, we've said before. Like, why is he involved? He can't just be for a bit of money, you know. Like, there has to be a reason why he's involved in this particular mission to bring Thrawn back. Does he want Thrawn back? You know, like, is he gonna double cross him? Try to double cross him and just, you know. Well, I think Thrawn I think... knows what's going on because Thrawn what... knows everything. Well, yeah, but I think Thrawn already doesn't trust him at all. Anyway, I think he does, we got that. Yeah. We got that impression, like from the episode before, that he was just yeah. like, you know, who are these? And like, you know, mm. oh, he's an ex Jedi, and yeah, mm. um, it reeks of Jedi. It reeks of Jedi, yeah, yeah. But um, I, I, th I mean, another theory that's kind of been postulized online is that he's being called by Palpatine, right? Maybe. Something like that. But then why would you need to go to another galaxy? I mean, obviously, the, the base mission is to help Morgan get Thrawn back, and that's what he's been hired to do. Um, but, I mean, there could be a case for Palpatine being involved, maybe putting some calls out, like sort of like the Night Sisters are doing, like through the ether or whatever. I don't know. Mm. Maybe. 
Yeah, well, he said about, you know, if Lord Baden proves sort of capable, we may yet win the day. Is mm. I wrote that little quote down. Um, Thorne says, which sort of, I think, sort of sums up. I don't think there's trust there, yeah, like you said, but I think also, don't know, I don't think Thorne just sort of thinks has he got the ability to, hence why it's like, let's test him out. <clears throat> yeah, maybe. But then, but then, you know, Baden says, you know, to Shin, like, your destiny is very different to mine. Mm. And that's what makes a big twist on this, doesn't it? Yeah, I don't think it's his. I don't think it's his loyalty per se. I think it's his heart that Thrawn has a problem with. Because I think, yeah, like those two lines that he says to Shin before they part ways are like very Jedi. Um, yeah, and, and like Sith aren't like that at all. Like Sith, no. like they might they might g each other along and and stuff, but they would never kind of give each other advice or a leg up because obviously, no. there's only two of them. At, any yeah. one time of you know and, of all of two and ultimately the apprentice always tries to take out the master you know? yeah exactly yeah so you know the master isn't going to be like hey here's a handy tip i always shower between yeah, seven and seven thirty supportive isn't he <laughs> yeah he yeah. is quite supportive to her um and then obviously later on she has a little crisis of confidence herself but we'll, we'll get there but um yeah i thought that was a, a nice little scene and still just leaves a complete mystery over what Balin is, is up to. But then obviously we, we cut back again to, it's kind of like an old fashioned Western where it's yeah. just like, you know, wagons roll and get a circle going and all that. Yeah. 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 yeah it is, isn't it? And and I love their little, their little uh, defenses and how they sort their shell, like little mini versions of them, sorry, larger versions of them, aren't they? With the little, turtle people yeah um, and sort of like the roof comes over and yeah it's like they're going at a speed and and then you got this sort of the guards sort of on there on there yeah it's really good yeah very westernish even even the howler got in get got got in Howlers, cover, didn't yeah. He? yeah yeah <laughs> um no it was good yeah then they sort of come circle and that didn't quite work out because it just stopped <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but then the two gunships arrive, don't they? And they're just yeah. like, oh, here we go. But then be- but before that, though, Shin arrives, doesn't she? And she's like trying to take out Sabine and, and Ezra. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, oh, mate, that was brilliant where um, Sabine's just like, take your lightsaber. And he's just like, yes, yeah, so what's this all about? Don't need it. Well, he's he's obviously been he's obviously been training or yeah. like or keeping limber, so to speak, whilst he's been living with the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yeah, and he and he's obviously become a bit of a master of like just you like relying on the force rather than having like a, a lightsaber or a blaster yeah. or whatever. So yeah. yeah, so that that was really good. And he's just like, no, I don't need it. And she's like, just take it. He's like, no, it's yours now. Don't don't worry, I'll use the force. It's like okay, okay. And he also might have just not forgotten how to use it. It's been a long time, you know. He's been away a long time without one, you know. Yeah, true. So he he might not be hundred percent confident in using it. Yeah, like you say, though, like I do think, I mean, you know, Yoda uses, you know, he barely used a, a lightsaber at all, you know what I mean? So he was all forced until it really came to the crunch where he had to. Yeah, but not like this, though. Like, we've never really seen anything like where a Jedi is literally just like using the force to like push no. and throw and kick people, like, yeah, just but away he does, from then, him. <laughs> he does use a blaster. Yeah. He does pick one out and go, I'll find this. Yeah, <laughs> it gets. It gets. I was so happy with the amount of E eleven action we got in this episode. I was loving it. <laughs> yeah, there's those of them. I absolutely um, loved it. I, I love that. Stormtroopers look great. You know, with their yeah. sort of red, 
red sort of scarf markings. They feel obviously they're part of the witches sort of tribe. There seems to be a very I don't know, they feel kind of part of them a little bit more. I don't know. Yeah, I think it's Thrawn's geezers, but yeah, but it's like a I think like an amalgamation, isn't it? So Thrawn yeah. maybe sort of said do that so that the Night Sisters think that they kind of like they are involved in yeah in everything that they're doing. Do you know what I mean? So the army the army, so to speak, looks like could be theirs or it could be thrones or whatever it's like an amalgamation yeah um i thought it was interesting that every time a stormtrooper like got shot or died though that they didn't disappear like old Maroc did so maybe like there was a bit of a i think some people discussed that maybe the stormtroopers are all um like night sister magic or whatever Mm, but they've been they've been conjured and stuff but the way that they died in that battle like suggests that they were just like humans yeah. yeah um because going back to the cargo being loaded onto the star destroyer um again i've seen people discussing what that cargo might be and some people said that it might be um dead bodies of like other night sisters and stuff and they want to take them back and then reanimate them so that they can try and repopulate either dathomir or like just basically try and create mayhem. Yeah, we don't really know what the cargo is. Like, it's mm. weird, isn't it? Like, it's not duty-free, is it? <laughs> <laughs> it's not some booze and fags. It's like, I was going to say, galaxy. it's probably just rocks. Free. It's just rocks, yeah. isn't it? <laughs> From another galaxy. Yeah, look at this rock. Yeah, it looks like our rock, but it's different. because Yeah, it's different. different it's, for, it's from a different galaxy, man. Um, Blow your mind. Then, yeah. <laughs> Um, and then yeah, after that little bit of the Ahsoka's we cut to Ahsoka jumping out of a ship again. And, yeah, well, uh, well she bumps into Baden first, doesn't she? And then yeah, she jumps out of a ship, and then there he is on his little horseback, <laughs> Baden, with a very misty, foggy background, which I thought was quite a nice shot. Yeah, and um, he's there. You're alive. He oh, definitely yeah. didn't expect to see her to come back. I don't no, know. I did. Well, I think he said I didn't expect to see you again. <laughs> <laughs> She's kind of like, I don't have time for this, and he's just like, well, yeah. tough. He sparks up. It's like, yeah. oh, yeah. I thought she was going to say to him, "How inevitable," but she she wasted yeah. that opportunity. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I can't allow you to interfere. I think he said, didn't he? Yeah. Um, but um, no, it was yeah. That was a. I mean, that was a great little fight, and yeah, she just wanted to get out of there, didn't she? She didn't really care whether she killed him or stayed. But then she did use both her ones this time, which is probably the reason why she's only been using one mm. to sort of define. She's had some more training, and she's now Ahsoka the White, and <laughs> you know, a better Jedi, and not a warrior anymore. Do you know what I mean? And so that's why she's using both of them again. Yeah, and she also sort of does these new poses as well, doesn't she? Yeah, yeah. Because I get the feeling she knows that she's like really up against it with Balin. Yeah. Like I get the sense that if they really went at it again, I think Balin might still win. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like over the course, say they had like a 10 minute duel or whatever. Like I think he's just so strong. Like, you know what I mean? Mm. I, I know he's not the most limber or whatever, but it's just his power, like... And he did it again when they were like crossing sabers and stuff. Like he pushed her back with like a little mm, like that, and yeah. she and she kind of skidded back a bit, and she was like grimacing. It's like I think like when it comes to brute strength, he could take her like quite easily. But mm. so does that mean maybe he's been holding back a little bit, or 
Maybe, yeah. I don't know. It's mm. it's interesting. I don't know whether he just wants to sort of bit general grievous in that kind of way where you know he just likes collecting lightsabers and <laughs> you know there's not many many of them are good sort of Jedi's around, so he doesn't have a chance to fight a good one. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So maybe he's like toying with her a little bit because he's like, oh, I can't enjoy yeah. this. Yeah, because yeah, I haven't had you know I haven't had a proper fight in ages. <laughs> just been. You know, just been sparring with Shin. Just been exactly been teaching Shin. <laughs> um, that's all I've got. Yeah, so she was talk. just like, he was just like, you're not going to be able to beat me. And she's like, I don't have to. Then Hawaii flies in and like disperses the old uh, light show so she can escape, which was pretty cool. Yeah. Um, but he just like, I'll just get back on my horse, my howler horse, whatever it is, and continue to look at the sky. <laughs> Mm, just, yeah, waiting. Yeah. just waiting just <laughs> waiting what's go what's, let's look off into middle distance again <laughs> yeah um and then we go back to the other fight i think again with where shin turns up yeah because then ezra yeah ezra starts like basically whipping her ass with just the force like yeah yeah just like that was so cool when he blocked her saber wasn't it like and it's just like hanging in the air she couldn't move it it's like yeah yeah. Um, again, that ha- obviously happens in the Rise of Skywalker. Um, but the first mm. thing I thought of actually when I saw that was when Kylo Ren freezes the blaster bolt in the Force Awakens. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yes, yes. That was great shot, that wasn't it? Yeah, that's brilliant. Yeah, I love that when he just he just walks off at the end, and then he like he's obviously releases it as he's walking away. And he just goes, Boom! and uh, yeah. Finn, Finn jumps out of his suit almost. He's like, whoo. <laughs> yeah yeah no it's really good that was good yeah um, but so yeah, yeah Ezra's, Ezra's... And... yeah go on uh, yeah he's, he's just using the force and then I think she comes doesn't he like his hair he, like oh yeah she sort, of, she sort of like burns his hair that's right um and then uh Sabine just gives up and she's just like oh fuck this I'll get my lightsaber out and start taking these other geezers down that's it, yeah. She starts stabbing a few of them up and that. And then mm. and then she comes in because like I think like Shin's getting a little bit closer and stuff. So she comes in and mm. like starts blocking, but she gets taken down yet again by her. But then Ezra mm. uses the force to like drag her out of the way. Mm. And then I can't remember the circumstances why, but like they both like they're both standing up, and then Ezra looks at her at Shin and says, uh, like, things don't look so good for you. And then oh, that's, that's slightly late, only because that's when Ahsoka comes in, isn't it? No, no, that's when because I think that's when the stormtroopers turn up. I think we jumped oh, a little, yeah, a little yeah, bit yeah. ahead. Yeah, then the stormtroopers come in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because like, because basically, like Shin, Shin's kind of standing there thinking, I don't really know what to do, and he's like, mm, things don't look quite so good for you. Mm. And then like the stormtroopers come in, and Sabine's like, take her now, and he's like, literally yes. gone in to kill her, hasn't he? But then like yeah. the stormtroopers start unloading and that, so it's like right. Yeah, well, maybe we're in a bit in trouble now. But, and then uh, that's when um, Thrawn says we're one mercenary short. That's right. Yes, that's yeah. right. Where's Lord Balin? Where's Lord Balin gone? <laughs> Mate, you're the strategist. You bloody know, don't you? <laughs> you know where he's gone. So text him. <laughs> What's yeah? Get get him on WhatsApp. <laughs> where is he? Yeah. <laughs> um, and then that's when the stormtroopers sort of surround sort of Ezra and Sabine. 
yeah and, and, just... and sort of then tries to negotiate no we'll hang on a minute hang yeah let's talk minute. about this that that was that was pure ezra like from the animation brilliant yeah yeah just, yeah just trying to talk his way out of stuff yeah wait wait nope uh we could talk yeah <laughs> <laughs> but then old uh ahsoka the white comes uh storming and takes them all sort of down well then she uses loads of falls and they use his fault yeah and then sort of and he grabs a blaster and yeah, yeah. all that and then, jazz and then shin take tries to take on ahsoka and unfortunately she's not quite powerful enough yeah because i mean she she takes Shin down as well, like, without using her lightsabers, doesn't she? Yeah, she does, yeah. She just uses the force and sort of pushes her back. Yeah, and just kind of, um, like, bl- like, blocks her wrists blocks and all that and, sort of stuff. Yeah, and, and swerves out of the way. Yeah. Um, I was... Um, yeah, that was that was, that was was good. And then, yeah, they take all the stormtroopers down, and uh, that's when... Well, half, half, of, half, so, yeah, of them, sorry. half of them leg it, didn't they? Because Thrawn's, yeah. like, pull them out, extract them. Yeah. And then uh, think of what I thought was quite a nice touch was her sort of Mandalorian Sabine with a sort of a little rocket from her wrist. Oh, yeah. So it then explodes about three of them, which I thought, oh, that's a nice touch because she's sort of right in the middle here. She's right in the middle using all these Mandalorian tools and, and using all these Jedi <laughs> lightsabers. And... Mate, she's going to be conflicted when she wakes up in the morning, I tell you. Yeah, totally. Um, did you? I liked it as well. You just reminded me that she uses the flamethrower as well to like keep shit. The flamethrower, yeah. Yeah, that good. that's really good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that. Um, um, what did you think about, um, like, when Ahsoka was like, give me your weapon, like, I can help you? Like, Yeah, was, that was interesting, wasn't it? Yeah, it was good. It was good. I mean, we, we kind of mentioned this before, I think, and, I, and it's something that's been talked about online as well, but people saying that Shin will, like, turn and join, like, the goodies and stuff. But I quite like the fact, because, like, obviously she's standing there looking and you're like, oh, she's going to, like, give her a lightsaber and, and sort of not surrender well like surrender basically but then they'll be like come and join us or whatever but mm. like i kind of like that she she turned and ran because that again leaves like another little thread that's like oh what's she gonna do now is she gonna you know like try and get back to the star destroyer or would they even welcome her back you know because mm. baby's gone and thrawn doesn't really care like is she gonna get stuck on the planet or will she go back to ahsoka and sabine or you know there's a there's a few paths that she could follow. Yeah, definitely. Because it's quite interesting. Because obviously, then yeah, we, that's when we go back to um, Thrawn. He says, "Well, now there's no Balin. Let's call a retreat." Obviously, that's where his sort of plan changes because he hasn't got mm. he's trusting Balin quite a lot. Um, and obviously, not quite sure what he's up to. Yeah. Um, and then Morgan gets a bit panicky. She says, well, look, our enemies are all together again now. We, well, This is not victory. So, yes, one thing they haven't got is time. <laughs> <laughs> I'll kind of imagine when we see the cargo, that little graphic of some orange blobs in a, <laughs> in a big rectangle. <laughs> Brilliant. Like, okay, there's the cargo, whatever that cargo is. I um, It sounds really silly, but when the first time I watched the episode and he went, um the uh, the only thing that um we the only thing that they've lost now is and he pauses and I literally leant forward in my seat and went time and then he went <laughs> time and I was like yes <laughs> knew it but like Morgan must be like walking off and like going to have a natter with the the old Macbeth witches and being like yeah. 
He's only gone and got them all together now. Yeah, I don't. I'm not sure this is working. Yeah, like uh, let's just slow the ship and get out of it. But he's like, he's put all of our enemies together now into a little group, and you know they've got weapons, and you know he sent them off with like coordinates and <laughs> provisions. I don't know. Is this the right guy? Yeah, exactly. Is this not Gra- Grand Admiral Prawn or something? Yeah. See, <laughs> I thought he would have just kept the troopers down there to sort of, you know, sort of keep them busy. Yeah, there but... Was, I suppose there's so little going back, to be honest, wasn't there? Yeah, <laughs> but the thing is, many. like, he mentions in the previous episode, he's like, our, our resources have, like, dwindled somewhat, you know, so that's why I'm only mm. going to send, like... um two squads or two gunships or whatever yeah yeah so i get the feeling things haven't quite gone gone for him as confidently as he's kind of portraying i think no i think so yeah you know i think there might um, be a little, little bit of backstory to to be explored in that respect yeah and then that's when i think shin then she's on her own isn't it because obviously the stormtroopers retreat and she's like and then ahsoka says you yeah, know give me your weapon i can help you and then I thought, oh, this is quite a good little twist coming up here. Yeah. Where Shin goes the other side. But Shin's more determined, I feel, than Baylor is, you know what I mean, to have a bit more power. She seems a bit more siffy. Yeah. I mean, she certainly, she used the force choke and stuff. I mean, maybe mm. she's more committed to, like, actually, like, the contract they've got with um, with Morgan, et cetera, like, actually doing her job, maybe. Yeah. Getting her job done and dusted. But the fact that she ran off and, like, Balin's obviously kind of cut her loose in terms of being his apprentice by saying, you know, take this last words of advice and my path is like different to yours and everything. So she's kind of in the wilderness a little bit now. She is, yeah, because she doesn't go on the gunships at all. She she goes and rides in the sunset, you know what I mean? Like, so mm. we have no idea what's going to, how them two are going to get back, you know, to either the Star Destroyer or how, obviously, you know, these three have got their ship yeah um so at least they can leave the planet they're gonna yeah but they have to wait for the whales to come circling by like yeah but at least yeah they've got got a ship but then obviously the star destroyer is ready but then you've got the two two geezers with some turtles left (laughs) 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 yeah i don't know i don't know i don't know where they they go now do you know what i mean where where they go what the turtle geezers? No, no, not worthy. Shin and Balin. Well, I don't think I don't think they'll be getting back together. I don't think. No, they won't get back together again. But they, how do they leave that planet if they do? Or is that it? Is that their story done now? You know. Well, I think I think Balin's probably relying on whatever this like greater power is mm-hmm. to like help him do that probably, and that's what I'm saying. Like Shin is like kind of in the wilderness now it's like does she try and mm. go back to the star destroyer as a failure and fawn's like well you failed us so bugger off we don't mm. want that or does she go back to a so maybe that happens and then she goes back to a soaker and says Soka, yeah you know Absolutely. i'm lo- i'm lost i've got nothing now you know yeah and the soaker's like come with me come with I mean, me i know a jedi school has been built <laughs> some nice little huts in the middle of a green yeah. field yeah want to get there before the fire though Fire. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Before a student turns uh, slightly uh, dark. Yeah, just a little bit. Um, oh my god! Imagine if Shim was a Knight of Ren. Oh mate, there we go. 
Oh, she's, they, got, they're... she's got quite a bit of armor on already. She's she and, very and nighty, doesn't she? She has. I mean, it'd be a it'd be a waste to put that um that good looking face behind a mask. But yeah, I mean, she yeah, could be, it's true. She could be a knight of Ren, maybe. I don't know. Mm. But yeah, she. So that's 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 the interesting. That that's definitely. But yeah, you're right. Maybe he maybe he needs to get to this galaxy for a personal reason. And pretending to be a mercenary, like this, got this something bigger going on here. You can't just yeah. tell me he's, you know, obviously he was determined to kill Ahsoka part two when he saw her, but that was before, you know. Yeah, but that's probably that's probably because he thinks Ahsoka will t- will kill him, and he obviously hasn't yeah. achieved his objective his objective yet. So. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I don't know what this what this greater power is, but it's it's sure going to be fun finding out. So, in terms of predictions, then let's let's wrap this bit of the of the show yeah, up. Like, yeah. So next week, obviously, it's the series finale. What what are we expecting? I I would say I'm a little bit disappointed that we've only got one episode left with all of these kind of sh- strands left <laughs> flailing around, really. Because we've I, only I, really I, just I, started, haven't we? Well, this is the this is the thing, isn't it? You People know, said that it's been slow, and like, it, it, in this sort of um, in this arena, it kind of has been because the last two episodes have like basically catapulted the story forwards in terms of like all of the characters. Yeah, um, and yeah, like you know, it, it they can't the episode's not going to be ninety minutes long, is it? So, you know, what nah. are we gonna, we're going to get a cliffhanger at the end? Clearly that. Yeah, is either going to mean it's going to go into a series two if they if they announce one maybe at the end of this one, a second series or or wait for Dave Filoni's film basically, which will be, which will wrap it all up. I don't know. Yeah, I definitely. So I think. So what do you think the last scene of this, of episode eight is? Do you think it's Thrawn in the galaxy, sort of talking to that board of people, saying I'm back? You know the yeah the guys that. Moff Gideon was talking to. Yes, yes, good shout. Um, I'm back, and then Ahsoka and those guys are stranded still in this galaxy. You know, trying to wait for some whales to come through. Yeah, definitely. Take them back. Yeah. Um, or do you think Ahsoka and all those guys bolt onto the Star Destroyer in a in a sort of Millennium Falcon way? Oi, oi, we're back to that again. Yeah. But you know what I mean? Like, you know, when the old Falcon does that and the old Star Destroyer, yeah, do they do that? Yeah, that maybe. Or, or is I'll it, get you left. is it, but is it Balin finding his, his thing and we see what it is and that's the end? Yeah. And they're, and they're like, they're like, find out what happens in Dave Filoni's film coming 2026. Yeah, exactly. Do you know what I mean? I think, oh, I don't know. It's a tough one, isn't it? Like, I think Ahsoka and and that mob need to get back to our galaxy to kind of reaffirm Hera's position and her story on it, so that the yeah. alliance the alliance actually do sit up and go, oh my god, like this is this is an actual proper problem. Um, I like your idea that Thrawn could present himself to the little um, concave of Imperial um, generals and officers and stuff. That could be very neat. Or bigger picture, go to. Um... Exelon. <laughs> <laughs> Where? <laughs> I merged two things together then. Oh. Popped in to see Palpatine. 
Shut up. You want to go back to Tatooine and you know it. <laughs> he does as well with that blue skin. Of course he'll, he does. He'll turn red within an instant. Oh, he'll love it, mate. With no sun cream. You have to go and see that woman. <laughs> Get some sun cream. Oh, does, the sun does murder to me, skin. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, uh, yeah, we we comes out of the hyperspace and gets Palpatine on a sort of hologram as on a hologram back. I mean that'd be that would be naughty and I'd love yeah. to see it, but I don't I don't think they'd bring Palpatine into it at that juncture though. I think no. Oh, or Snake. Yeah. Or Snake's part of this gang as well. Stop calling him Snook, by the Snook, way. Sorry, <laughs> I meant to correct you on that last week. I forgot. <laughs> I, know, I don't know why I say Snook, sorry. <laughs> I don't know why, where that's come from. That's all right. That's all right. You're amongst friends here. <laughs> you, you know, if, you don't, if you don't correct me per episode, then there's something clearly wrong. <laughs> that's true enough. My pronunciation. Because <laughs> we always do really late and my mind's all over the place. I know, mate. I know. You're a busy guy. I don't know how you find time to fit this in, to be honest. I do. It's all good. This is the fun bit of the day. Exactly. That's cool. Um, Yeah, that, I mean, that would be awesome. I'd love it as a Palpatine fanboy to obviously see a bit of him or something, or just to hear his voice or something. But mm. I think the the pragmatist in me has got, it's got to be, maybe they all get, all of them get back into our galaxy and go their separate ways. And Potentially, the last bit is that Ahsoka and that lot getting in front of Mon Mothma and all the senators, and being like, "Thrawn's back. We've seen him. He's problem. like, yeah. he's, he's here. We've got a problem." Um, and that's that senator Azano or whatever. If he is a double agent, then maybe like does a little cheeky look off camera or whatever to be like, "All right, he's he's back," and you know, other plans can start moving forwards now, sort of thing. You know? Yeah, yeah. Something like that. All those um, planets with all those just star destroyers can press ignition. That's Exegol, and that happens twenty five years later. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> or whatever. But they, haven't, they haven't got there yet. No, they've not got there yet. They're just no, in they're, storage. They're, yeah, they're all being built at the moment. So <laughs> yeah, they're just they're, they're, they've probably they're built about brilliant. three so far. <laughs> um, but, but we've definitely we've also got to see what we've got to see something to do with what Balin's looking for. We've got to. Yeah, it's it's too big a, a thing, isn't it? Really, who yeah. is he? What is he doing? What's he really up to? Yeah, he's up to something. He's used he's used this mission to get to this place, this galaxy, for a reason. Mm. Um, he's used Morgan in a way to do that. He's even said to Shin now, right, we're going to go our separate ways. I'm up to, I need to find this ancient cave, which will give me, you know, which means I will never die again or something like that. Yeah. Whatever he's yeah. looking for, the Holy Grail. Yeah, it's not, yeah, the Holy Grail, yeah. You have chosen poorly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I think, um, um, what about if, um, uh, I just had something in my head then, and you totally knocked it out with Indiana Jones. Oh, sorry. That's all right. Balin. Yeah, Balin looking for... Oh, yeah, so in the um, the Thrawn trilogy, in terms of the 
Heir to the Empire books that came out in the early 90s. Yeah, yeah. Um, there was a threat from, I think it was from another galaxy or certainly from like the unknown regions or something. Um, and they were called the Yazon Vong. And it was like, they were like a an army that were like, were going to come and, and attack like our galaxy basically and try and take it over. So I don't know if maybe it might be something like that. And Balin wants to align himself with, with those guys and girls, maybe. It feels um, like it's something like that. It's something he's read in the Jedi Temple. Do you know what I mean? He's read somewhere about this thing. Mm. And it's taken him a while to sort of find someone who can take him there. Mm. Um, yeah, it def- it's just too it's too much of a bigger thing, I think. But... Yeah, I mean that could be it. I mean, you you know, because I've I've seen people mention that that um those sort of books a lot, you know, and how they're sort of trying to maybe use that basis for this series a little bit, right? These films, mm. um, yeah, just ideas from it, obviously. But yeah, so yeah, I think yeah, there's definitely there's a lot to wrap up in in forty minutes. So we definitely know there's either a season two or this leads into the film. I, I suspect it leads into a season two, which then leads into a film because these guys love to be making loads of content and series at the moment, don't they? I, th- I think, yeah, if um, if push comes to shove and you wanted me to give you an answer, I'd say that would probably be it, season two. And then, because obviously Mando season f- five will be coming out as well. Yeah. And... There's, there's got to be another one of them, right? Unless, because they... Yeah. They left Mando in kind of a, a full stop place, though, so they don't yes. necessarily need to do another series. No, I don't need to pick him up. I think he'd be ready for the films right now. Yes, yeah. He feels like he's ready for the films. The same with Mandalore as well. You know, as a rebuilding project. Yeah. Um. So that's all. Seeing that Boba Fett's happy. Yeah. So he's ready. Um. It just feels like there's going to be a big, massive war that sort of um, affects all these people and all these planets because they're all heads of a planet. That's what the key thing is, isn't it? Oh yeah, well, all heads of planets. So, well, I mean, not, I mean, obviously, Boba's. Sorry, he's, he's only he's not the head of the whole of Tatooine, but you know what I mean. Yeah, he's a he's a dynamo with Mos Espera or whatever. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. So they're all sort of heading up something. And I was gonna I was gonna say grief grief cargo might have a few words to say to you about who runs Navarro. It's clearly legend to the destination. I mean, he's the man who dishes out all the hectares, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's mate, it's not democracy going on there. If you can do that, is it? It's just like him just going, on a bit of land, yeah, you have to give me a bit of money. <laughs> he's I'm basically he's basically just a timeshare salesman, isn't he? He is, he is his timeshare, and he's got this <laughs> massive imperial base the other side of his planet, which is probably worth a few bob. I reckon so. You know, that's why he got the Mando involved in whatever that was season two. You to could asset, asset, asset strip that easy, yeah. Even the okay. stuff inside, yeah. Like, he's like got a job lot on office chairs if you want to, if you want a few, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, but yeah, anyway, so yeah, I think it's, um. Yeah, it feels like, I think you're right, it could be Ahsoka on Coruscant in front of that sort of, in front of Mon Mothma saying he's back. Yeah. And then shot a Thrawn on the deck of a Star Destroyer. Yeah. With some Darth music 
daft sort of imperial music behind it that isn't obviously imperial march but something like that yeah and you know maybe some people from somewhere else sort of in the background you know yeah um, yeah there'll definitely be a, a few like, things is that what happens in yeah it's what happens in in um revenge of the, in episode three isn't it you have darth vader we see the, the death star don't we and then we see darth vader on a ship mm-hmm. with moff um thingy next to him talking yeah talking um music going i don't know get that sort of vibe yeah, that could be a good that shout. Scene, you know? That could be a good shout. Although <laughs> I think that would have a more powerful impact if it led straight into like the forthcoming film. But I think if they're going to do a series two, yeah, two, then you know what I mean. It might be a little bit more. Balan gets to what he's getting to. Every everyone gets back to our galaxy, and Ahsoka goes to the the council. Thrawn goes to the conclave of imperial, like hidden imperial officers and stuff, and. And then we pick up from there in the next series, you know what I mean? And then at the end of that series, you could have like a big almighty cliffhanger that they're then like, join us in the theatres for when Luke Skywalker, Boba Fett, R2-D2, um, Max Rebo, a bloody Carson and every all, all the gang back, back in like yeah. for one more ride at the cinema. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> IG-11. Kylo Ren. <laughs> Kylo like Ren as a small boy. Yeah, his eight-year-old. <laughs> Robert Fett. <laughs> and special guest, Senator Organa. <laughs> by proxy, played by C-3PO. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely. That's what we're going for. Defo, really. mate. Defo. Right, well, let's move on to some news then. What was your news? Yeah, there's a couple of bits of news that caught my eye um, before we got online. So uh, Gareth Edwards, um, who was the director of Rogue One, which has been one of the best well-received Disney Star Wars of uh, the past decade or so. Um, It's got a new film coming out called The Creator, which I think looks amazing. If you haven't checked out the trailer for that, I urge you to do so. it's, very, it's another sci-fi type affair, but it's based on Earth and it's all about, I think it's set um, just after like a nuclear, not a war, but like the nuclear bomb has been dropped. And it's all about how AI has sort of like risen up to kind of a bit like Skynet, but like a bit more localized. They haven't kind of taken over the world. It's like just set in this one one place, but there's a, a weapon that they've got to try and locate and disarm because it's like the turning point. But then when the soldiers get there, they didn't expect to find what they found and stuff. It, uh, it looks really good. But he's been doing the interview rounds, obviously. Um, and as Star Wars fans should probably know, there's always been a little bit of uh, back and forth, flip-flopping on what happened with Rogue One. Because obviously, there's a, everyone knows Tony Gilroy was drafted in towards the end of the process to help guide the film home, so to speak. Yeah. You know, you know, don't you up on all that? Yeah, read yeah. all the rumours. All the rumours. Um, well, he kind of came out and quoted as well, didn't he, old Tony? Yeah, 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 on yeah. That. Not at the moment quite quite so much because he's he's in the Writers he's, Guild, isn't he? So he's yeah, not... he's strike. Well, the writers are finished now. I heard, did they agree something? Yeah, so the writers are, but the actors haven't. 
Oh, they, I mean, the actors only joined in about a month ago. I know, they're just jumping on the bandwagon. Yeah, just get on with it now. I know. <laughs> Unbelievable. I know. Um, anyway, yeah, so, so Gareth's come out and said that there's quite a lot of uh, inaccuracy circulating around about Rogue One's um, making, basically, uh, because Tony Gilroy got drafted in um, sort of in mid-2016. Yeah. Um, and like a lot of people consider him to be like the true director of the film, etc. which I've never said, I've never thought that because no matter what he did, like Gareth Edwards, like turned in a finished film. Do you know what I mean? It was done. But like, I think Gilroy was like more kind of like reshoots and post-production and all that sort of thing. Um, yeah. yeah. Um, but he's basically come out in an interview and said that, um, he basically saying that there's a lot of stuff like I'll, I'll quote actually. So quote the, the, uh, the stuff that's out there on the internet about what happened on that film, Rogue One. Um, there's so much inaccuracy about the whole thing. Tony came in and he did a lot of great work for sure. No doubt about it, but we all worked together until the very last minute of the movie. Um, and it says Rogue One included five weeks of reshoots and Edwards noted that he was there all for that whole time period. Right. Which is certainly different to what we, we've we been led to believe, I think. Yeah, yeah. Um, And he actually said, the very last thing, quote, the very last thing that we filmed in the pickup shoot was the Darth Vader corridor scene, Um, Edward said. And he said, I did a lot of that stuff. So even if Gilroy was the one that said, maybe we should have a scene like this, like Edwards was actually involved and like still like on the the set floor or whatever having a hand in it so that's Mm. wildly different from the conflicting reports that we've been sort of living off the past like six seven years or whatever i think so fair play play. yeah it's good that he's come out and said you know like yeah i think it's good yeah 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 and that clears it up Yeah. yeah cracking cracking film Obviously, so so good. They got themselves a bit of an Andor series oh. off the back of it. Yeah, I mean, hopefully it's now just as if, good. If the right, because I I read a news story the other day that they said that Andor series two was quite near com, like completion of filming before the strikes happened. So right, <clears> if the right the writers are back involved, I mean, a lot of the the cast in Andor is British anyway. So I mean, they might be able to get yeah. back to filming scenes that maybe don't... it's all fi- <clears throat> it's all filmed here. Yeah, and that. Um, and also, you don't really need the writers either. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? They've had don't say that. Out. They've just been on strike for two months. No, I mean, like, when you're filming. Do you know what I mean? Because you feel like you're filming now. What are they going to do? Yeah, but you they know. come in and change the, the scripts like every They do have a tweak, yeah. But if it's mostly done, <laughs> you can just sort of roll with it, can't you? Yeah, of course, of course. But like, like hopefully, um, <laughs> I mean, obviously, Diego Luna might not be readily available if he's part of the strikes and stuff. But like, <clears throat> yeah. I'm pretty sure Trevor from EastEnders and yeah. people like that can, can can get back on and film a few scenes and stuff. So. Yeah, yeah, it's all filmed here. Yeah, I mean, I saw actually on the BBC, it was on the news actually, this camera equipment company um, who rent mostly to sort of big productions, like, you know, big films and stuff over here. And they've mm. obviously been massively struggling and having any work. And I went out and I went over to my audio guys who do a lot of uh, ADR, which is sort of that, re-recording uh actors and yeah they've had to shut quite a lot of their studios down oh wow because they've just got no work coming in because they can't get hold of the actors 
mm. to to re-record the lines. So they had loads. Like they done Obi One last year or the year before, whenever it was. Um, or, yeah, it would have been the year before, the year before that. But yeah, they done you know done sort of big Netflix shows and stuff. But yeah, just mm. it's um sort of had to shut shut that part of the business down for a bit. Wow, you know because they just had people sitting about. You know, no well, work. Yeah, this is it, mate. If you haven't got the work coming in, you can't really no, retain just, the staff quotas. Killed the whole industry, you know what I mean? I mean, God knows what it's like in the States, you know. Like, well, just I mean, having sort of production just... It's like another COVID in many ways. Like, like production just stops. Hmm. You have for three months or six months. And then, I mean, there might be this sort of catching up. But then you remember now, from a viewing point of view, probably in like two years' time, it's just going to be this massive gap Yeah, of nothing. Yeah. So they've either got to catch up and do loads of shit at the same time. And Netflix and Disney have got to find a load of money sort of, you know, to get going. And there's only so many studios you can film in. And so there might be loads of sort of animations or I don't know, you know, or they'd be, you know, buying up the Mermaid series again. (laughs) You promised me, you promised you would not mention those damn mermaids again. (laughs) Well, there's another series on Netflix, mate. We've dug did, out. Did, didn't you say the, the first series was like 25 years ago or something? Yeah, so this is uh, about 15 years ago. Oh. <laughs> oh so it's, it not, new, it's not new, new. <laughs> no, there's five seasons of this one. Um, yeah. And dif- the, the different women, Australian women, but still with Australia. And um, yeah, it was 2016. Oh. Uh, four seasons of the fucking thing. Jesus, we were on season one, episode ten. This <laughs> like it just, mate. You needed a writer strike in twenty fifteen <laughs> in Australia. Yeah, it's proper home and away, but just you know, with mermaids. Brilliant. It's like they're that kind of acting with that kind of wooden, that kind of like plastic sets. Does Alf pop and, like, up? <laughs> he, he doesn't no no yeah no faces that's a shame they're a lot more prettier than the home and the way people but um yeah there's a merman in it this time <laughs> twist. <laughs> the twist there's a merman i talked to my daughter about it she's like really serious about it and then like i was like why has he got that fork that's not a fork it's a trident <laughs> <laughs> it's got a little trident and everything brilliant it's like yeah, do you think do you think he's gonna rule us? Yeah, he's gonna rule us. Yeah, so not to do another review in this show, but <laughs> of another show. But yeah, uh, you know, watch it. It's it's shit. I, f- I feel like we need to <laughs> do a separate podcast on the mermaids. Just on the Mako. Is it called Mako Mermaids? Is it? Oh, I don't know what that yeah, is. Yeah, there's some shocking stuff on Netflix, and they just find it all, mate. <laughs> Fucking Power Rangers from. Our day, yeah, all four by three, you know, all that Japanese sort of like really, like, really, you know, the baddies and the Japanese all in their big costumes, yeah, and then like badly dubbed American teenagers. Um, yeah, they've got that. What's the other thing? They were spy kids, they liked. There's about seven of them. Doesn't Robert yeah. Rodriguez make them? Yeah, he does. And you can see very similarities with that and Boba Fett. <laughs> <laughs> the kids on the bikes. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, God. 
Yeah, there's loads of stuff, mate. There's loads of stuff that just, I don't know, just sort of dig out, you know, just find this stuff. And I'm like, come on, come just go and watch some Star Wars or Disney. Yeah. You know, like there's shit loads of that. I'll, you know, watch Revenge of the Sith if you want. <laughs> <laughs> we can watch Anakin Burn to a Crisp. No problem. Yeah, it's fine. If you're watching this stuff. Yeah. So, yeah, there's, there's some serious, uh, serious bad stuff on uh, on Netflix but they they churn it out so yeah you've got super pups on there yeah they got everything spy kids eight the spy search kids. for Robert Fett the, the search for Robert Fett that's gonna be the crossover of Robert Rodriguez directs <laughs> yeah 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 so good stuff well next week is the epic crescendo Hold on a minute. Hold on a minute. Oh, okay. Any more news? Yeah, I've got one more bit of news. Oh, for sorry, you. mate. I thought you. I thought. thought that was the one bit of news, but no, we've got one on more then. bit of news. Okay, one more bit of news, and it, we can turn it into a bit of a game as well. Oh, okay. Oh, so God. there's been there's been some leaks apparently from the old new Lego Star Wars sets that are coming out next year. Okay. Thought this might be up your stream. Yeah, big fan. Feel free to play along at home as well. So um, there's a little list. I'm gonna start off by telling you the first first one on the list and how much it costs right and then i'll tell you the next one on the list and you have to tell me if it's higher or lower oh okay yeah this so it's very entertaining yeah all right my loves all right my loves <laughs> higher or lower <laughs> get nothing for repair not in this game <laughs> right so the first one on the list is uh, a clone trooper and battle droid battle pack, and that retails that will retail at $29.99. Okay. Right. The next one on the list is a MIDI scale Tantive 4. Would that be higher or lower, do you think? I reckon higher. Yeah. $79.99. Oh, way higher. Way higher. Well, I was it's thinking more in the 50s region there, but. Yeah, well, it's like a it's like a mid scale like ship, isn't it? So I mean, it's yeah. yeah. Um, okay, so the next one not going to be quite as helpful with the description, I'm afraid. It's just simply okay. says, "Grogu's escape." Is that going to be worth more than eighty bucks or less than eighty bucks? Uh, I th- I'm going to say less. Another point to you, twenty nine ninety nine again. Okay, so what's that then? Um, I I have no idea. It just says Grogu's escape with a serial number. That's it. So you think it's like in? Might be. Oh, um, maybe when he's you know that bit in the last episode of Mando series three, where is it three or four? I get confused now. How many uh, series has there been? Four, three, three, three. So you know, at the end when. Before they take down Gideon, there's that bit yeah. where he's in the room and he's like jumping, like running around those high yeah, yeah, yeah. and stuff. Yeah. Might be that, maybe. Could be that. Yeah, yeah, that sounds about right. Could be that. So the next on the list is uh, a buildable R2-D2. Oh, I reckon that's that's punchy. I reckon go high. I reckon that's going to be like the Darth Vader head, which is like 150 quid on oh, the only not- one. You're not too far out. It's definitely higher, so you're right there. Um, that will set you back a hundred squids. Okay, yeah. 
So, so there's a Yoda one, I think, as well, isn't there? It's got oh, is quite it? detailed, yeah. 150, 180. Okay, not too bad, not too bad. Um, there's there's four more left. So okay. after R2, we've got, uh, which, don't forget, was £100. You're doing well, Paul. Mm, You're doing pounds, well. Pounds. You're on yep. target here to win the car, all right? <laughs> the next one on the list is the Bunter Eve pod race diorama. Higher or lower than a hundred pounds? I think lower than seventy odd. Oh, he's gone lower. Could be a bit of a risk that. Oh. He's gone for it, and he's right, <sighs> but not yeah. by much lower though. It's it's eighty quid. Eighty quid, right? So you get a whole diorama for your for your buck there. Yeah, could be pretty tasty. Okay, so we move on from Bunter Eve. To a buildable droidica. Doesn't say if it comes with a uh, shield generator or not. Mm, they're quite complex. Master has shield generators. I reckon uh, definitely <laughs> higher. I know Obi-Wan. I can see with my own eyes. <laughs> <laughs> Who are you saying that Don't to? Don't know much for a droidica. <laughs> <laughs> And with that, they're expensive. <laughs> so then, huh? Quick, use Jedi Run that no one's ever seen before or since. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That... Leg yeah it. That's fucking true. That's bloody, they were super quick, weren't they? In it. People moaned about that, to be fair. They did at the time. They were like, oh, that's out of order. What's that all about? But um, <laughs> buildable droid car. You say higher or lower? Sorry, I'm saying higher. Yeah, I reckon. Hi I reckon it's going to be quite a detailed thing. Higher than eighty pounds? You say higher? Ah, uh, lower. Sorry, mate. Not by much. Sixty-five quid, but it's lower. Oh, they got a bit more basic than I had in my head. Yeah, it's probably like the. I suppose, why would version. you spend one hundred fifty quid or hundred quid on a droid car? It's not like the most sort of, you know what I mean? Yeah. Famous. It's not like BB-8. For example, yeah, which it's probably, probably like it's prob quite a lot of Lego pieces. It's probably like the Duplo version or something. Yeah, it'd be kind of mid. Yeah, it won't be that many pieces. Oh, mid, God, that's what all the kids are saying. Like when something doesn't impress them, it's mid. Oh, is, is that what they say? Yeah, it's people say mid, like mid range. Yeah, like they're yeah. just like, oh, it's mid, like which is like a bit of a diss. Like, oh, it's not. Good or bad, it's just nothing. Oh, high quality, right? Okay. Yeah, pretty naughty. Right, two to go. Um, so yeah, the droid occurs sixty-five pounds. Next on the list, and again, I can't really help you out here. It just says the Crimson Firehawk. Okay. So is that higher or lower than sixty-five nicker? Uh, I'm saying higher than sixty-five. He's saying know. higher than sixty-five. Our survey says. Uh, Close, mate. Just slightly lower again. Fifty-three pounds. That one. Fifty-three. What's, what's the crimson? What's that then? I have no idea. Mm. I don't know. Have a quick Google and just see. What was it? Crimson. The crimson firehawk. Sounds like a ship crimson to me. Firehawk Star Wars. Ah, uh, yeah, it's a ship. Whose is it? It's a ship. Do you recognize it, Master? Look, the Crimson Pilot Firehawk by Nash Durango, 
during the High Republic era. Oh, we're getting a bit of High Republic oh, Lego. Yeah, oh, actually, it's from the Young Jedi Star Wars. Ah, okay. So that series that's on the moment. Gotcha. Gotcha. You said that's quite good, right? Yeah, I've been trying to get the kids into it, but they just keep liking Star um, Spider Man and these little mates. So they know all the spots. <laughs> so, like the Spider Man version. Spider Man, he's got like two mates, a bit like um PJ Masks, if you know anything like that. Right. There's three of them. There's three little spider people, and then they sort of like take the Mickey out of Doc Ock. Like that like Doc Ock goes to their school and stuff, and they're like, Oh no, Doc Ock's about the yeah, guys, that kind of thing. <laughs> or uh the Green Goblin. So when they're talking about the Green Goblin and Doc Ock, obviously I'm thinking of films and they're thinking like they're part of their classroom. Right. But then they, obviously, he still has some bombs and still causes trouble in the town. <laughs> you know, but he's a kid. They're all kids. Brilliant. So I'm trying to get him over, you know. But I get what they say. And they said there's just sort of too much talking. Mm. And I think even with that series, there's still a bit talking, even like when Yoda's trying to teach the kids. You know, like the skills, there's quite a lot of talking. Yeah, yeah. So I get it. We're, we're like some of that Spider Man thing, which looks very similar, like graphically. They just get on with it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Doc Ock turns up, causes some trouble down the town. They go, oh my God, Doc Ock's back. Uh, and they go, right, chase him. You know what I mean? That kind of PJ Mask kind of, there's not much narrative. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. just a lot more action. Yeah. So <laughs> there you go, another review. And, and, and to be fair, you know, it's always been said that George Lucas writes really clunky scripts anyway, so they got a point, right? Yeah. Too much talking, bit of waffle. Bit of politics. Bit of politics. So where that... were we, so how much was this one then? This was eighty this was uh, so the Crimson Firehawks set you back fifty three squids. Fifty three squids. It looks quite an impressive ship. It's quite looks quite nice. Okay, good, good, good. Uh during the High Republic era, apparently. Okay. Part of by Nash Jurigan. Yeah, I've, I recognise that name from from yeah from the High Republic era. Yeah, we need to get stuck into that. Maybe we'll do a pod. Like maybe we'll like read a couple of the books and yeah, do a bit of a bit, bit of a pod in, on that. Maybe um, like, let us know via Twitter if you'd like us to do a pod about the High Republic at UK Star Wars Pod. Yeah, yeah, we'll um, do a pod about that. Yeah, Master, look, mermaids. They have, fi- they have fish tails. Yeah. Cool, blimey, they've, they've ran off. <laughs> they ran off quick. I can't believe he's a merman. <laughs> he's got a trident. Yeah. He's nearly gone down as the owl for the calf. <laughs> <laughs> they all work oh, in the cafe as well. Brilliant. What was the one in Home Away called? Uh, I never really used to watch Home and Away. I was more of a neighbour's guy. Oh, right, okay. I was, um, I was down Lassiter's. Is that what else, of course? Yeah, that was like the local cafe place that yeah. everyone used to go to, Lassiter's. Lassiter's. <laughs> amazing. Anyone fancy bobbing down to Lassiter's? <laughs> I don't remember that, but then again, I don't remember anything, so. Oh, yeah. It's no surprise. <laughs> I'm, sure, I'm sure Paul Robinson was trying to bomb it at least like once every three months or something. You know what I mean? Yeah. Claim, um... <laughs> claim the insurance or whatever. Exactly. Um, what was so? What was the next one? So the next one is the last one. Um, so the Crimson Firehawk will set you back fifty-three quid. 
the last one we've got here, um, the Tantive 4 boarding diorama. Okay. So 53 squids. Higher or lower? Higher. He's gone higher. We reveal it is higher. Nice. But do you know what? It. Yeah. It's only higher by two pounds. Oh. It was a close one. 55 squids. That is jeopardy. No, that's uh, a totally different quiz, mate. Oh, yeah. That's, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, do need a, you do need a quiz tagline, though, don't you, for this? You do. You do. <laughs> Thank you for joining us on The Lego is Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Um, so they, they're all coming out at various um, different times in the first, looks like the first quarter of 2024. So keep an eye out for those. And if anyone from Lego is listening, we'll gladly take some samples if uh, you want us to talk about them on the pods. And yeah, we'll do, do get in contact. We'll, we'll gladly take anything you can throw our way. Totally. Because, <clears throat> um, yeah, we're all big Lego builders. We are indeed. I mean, my youngest, like, he loves Star Wars Lego. He can't get enough of that. Yeah. He's, you know, he gets the magazine more often than not every month. I think I think that's a good tactic. It's definitely the magazine's good. The, you know, I thought it was always a clever thing about the animation series, you know, like Clone Wars and obviously Rebels was sort of getting the kids in that way. And a lot of kids did get into Star Wars that way, you know. Mm. Not my kids, but... um. Yeah, I'm trying, you know, but we have regular lightsaber jewels quite early on in the morning, which is also quite good. He got he's got his little Boba Fett outfit, which he which he wears nice. with the mask. Mm-hmm. So it's a real mix, Boba Fett with a lightsaber, which is quite a big mixture. So yeah. there is there is progress, definitely. Yeah, I mean, my lad's gone to bed tonight wearing Mandalorian pajamas, so that's all yeah. good. You know, it's just a little. So bit I think there's people. that, but it's just sort of getting involved with the the talky TV series and films, as they call it. Yeah, definitely, mate. Got talking. Actually, just another plug on the Lego, but we got the latest edition of the magazine a, a few days ago, and it comes with a, a, a free C-3PO and Gonk droid. Wow. So that's pretty good. Good. Well, 3PO is very relevant to this, this month. Indeed. Look at you being professional and tying it all back together. <laughs> <laughs> just there there you go <laughs> nice so the next the next edition of code clearance blue will be the wrap-up i'm guessing yeah it will be the wrap-up we'll do that next week um when when that's out on the wednesday morning we'll we'll wrap we'll try and get together as soon as we possibly can a bit later this week due to my com- evening commitments oh, mate i'm going to be hung over next wednesday morning just realized Oh, there you go. I'm going out to meet our mutual friend, William. Oh, yeah. That's proper out. Yeah. It's, that's not just a quick drink, is it? No. That's that's an it's, after that's work. A commi- that's a commitment. It is. It is. I've had to so, build up to but it. The good thing is, are you working from home on Wednesday because of it? Um. Oh, yeah. Without a doubt. Yeah. Yeah. So. So you've got Wednesday at home where you can obviously do a bit of work and watch a bit of that at lunchtime. I like where your head's at. I like it. Yeah, happy days. Well, thanks very much, everyone, for listening. Is that our end of our quiz and news? 
Uh, yeah, all done, mate. All done. So uh, let's pr- strap ourselves in and get ready for episode eight of Ahsoka. Yeah, definitely. And we'll see who is going to be in this one. What cameo? Okay, so cameo prediction. Quick cameo prediction. Who do we um, reckon? Um, if Thrawn gets back through and like goes somewhere, then I'd like to see Richard E. Grant pop up. Yeah. Old yeah, General Pride. Show. That'd be good. Um, from the rebel side of things, hmm, maybe if there's a little meeting of like some of the higher ups, you could maybe we could get like an actual confirmation of an Admiral Akbar or maybe see a, a wedge or nine numb, someone like that. Yeah, yeah, it'd be quite nice. How about you? I'm on the same thing. I don't think we'll see Luke. I don't obviously we wouldn't have seen we would have seen Leia this time around, so I don't think we're gonna see her. Mm-hmm. I don't Emperor. I think these bigger characters we won't see, but I think I think you're right. Um Admiral Akbar. That's a good shout. That's a good shout. Or yeah, we won't see any Mandalorians because they're not really relevant. Um yeah, um, I mean, R R two could theoretically. Um, we haven't it. seen the other. What's the guy, the pilot who's working for the Republic? We saw in Mandalorian. It was part of the Rebels. What's his name? What was his name? Big guy, alien. Oh, Zeb Rebel. Zeb. Yeah, we haven't oh, seen yeah, him Zeb, yet. Oh, I mean, that would he probably might. be the natural one, wouldn't it? Yeah, he might come along. Yeah, good as shout. A, as just as Ezra comes back. Oh, he's, they've got. They've got to do that. They've got to have Ezra, Hera, Sabine, and Zeb. Sort of recreate that picture. Yeah, well, I don't know. That might be too cheesy, but Mm. they should definitely all be in a room together. Yeah. That'd be awesome. Yeah, yeah. That's a good shout, actually. Yeah, I think, yeah, Zeb's got to be quite short odds to be involved. Yeah, so that's where my money's at. Yeah, nice, mate. Good. Good All right. Well, Well, thanks for joining us, everybody, again. Thanks for listening. Yeah, cheers. And uh, yeah, we'll catch you next week. May the force be with you all. Starting our approach, deactivate the security shield. Security deflective shield will be deactivated when we have confirmation of your code transmission. Stand by. <laughs>